It is just narrating what you see. And I want you to start to try and do that for yourself. Think about why are we doing that for our kids? Because it's helpful. We're giving them language. They're going to be seen. There's nothing wrong with how they feel. Imagine if we could do that for ourselves. We are seeing ourselves. There is nothing wrong with the feelings we have, right? We are just noticing, seeing, and attuning to ourselves. That, in my mind, is what mindfulness is all about. Welcome to the Rising Beyond podcast, where you can find hope and healing after a toxic or abusive relationship. I'm Sybil Cummin, a licensed professional counselor specializing in working with victims and survivors of domestic violence and narcissistic abuse, including the youngest witnesses. Over the past decade, I have been honored to witness victims move to survivors and then to thriving in their lives. If you feel alone in your healing process, are dealing with the onslaught of post-separation abuse, or just needing some validation that you are not crazy, you are in the right place. What is mindfulness? So those of you that really know me know that I am the least woo-woo type therapist that you are probably ever going to meet. And yet mindfulness is really important. And it is not sitting on the beach, crisscross applesauce, elbows on your knees, fingers together saying, um, that might be a type of mindfulness. But I think what we come to think of or when we picture mindfulness, we have these ideas of, oh, it's, you know, the yogis doing their yoga in these beautiful locations, always mindful of their stuff. And guess what? That is not what we're talking about. So today you are going to leave this episode with a strategy or a skill that you can use to become more mindful throughout your day, mindful as you're parenting, mindful as you're reacting to those amazing co-parenting messages that you're getting, mindful of how you're responding to things, mindful. So if you are brand new to the Rising Beyond podcast, welcome. I'm Sybil Cummin. I am a licensed professional counselor specializing in working with survivors of domestic violence and narcissistic abuse, including the youngest witnesses and victims of that. And I offer a community for survivors to connect and learn and heal. So yeah, let's jump into what is mindfulness. It is really being aware of how you're feeling and how you're feeling in your body, what your mind is saying to you in the present moment. So that is basically, in a nutshell, mindfulness. And it doesn't mean that you're calm and grounded. I think there's this huge misperception of that that's what being mindful means. Nope, that is not what it means. In fact, for the longest time, and this is kind of embarrassing because I'm a therapist, I've been a therapist for a long time, I didn't even know what it meant when people were saying that they were feeling grounded or we're going to do work to make you feel grounded. What the F does that even mean to be grounded? It took me forever to figure out what that 
even meant. And all my therapist buddies are talking about it. And I'm just nodding my head like, what? Yep, I'm supposed to know this and I don't understand it. And it's really a metaphor for mindfulness in the sense that, right, so think about when you are feeling really anxious and your mind is like going a bazillion miles a minute. You feel almost like you're flighty or flying. I don't know how to explain it. It's like butterflies are flying around your head and you're just like trying to follow them. But usually in that space, you're not really connected to the rest of your body. You are so much in your head. Or maybe you're in a trauma response to where you're only feeling the hypervigilance and your executive functioning is like offline. Or you might be in freeze where you are numb. You're not feeling anything as a protective factor for you. So in all of those ways, we are not grounded, which basically in my world means our mind, our body are connected together and we feel connected to where we are in time and place. So now I get it. (laughs) I totally get it. But for the longest time, I had no idea what people were talking about. And I didn't know how to get there. Like there's all these, you know, do this meditation, do that, you know, thing. And how do you become grounded and mindful? None of it seemed to make sense for me. Maybe it is because I have some neurodivergence or my executive functioning is not like other people's maybe. But it just, it didn't make sense to me. And so I want you to leave here if it doesn't make sense to you or the things that you've been trying aren't working. I want you to leave here, try this, and I'm hoping that it really works for you. So this skill is for you to use, and it is a skill that I sort of teach you when I am teaching how to connect with and help your kiddos. It's almost what we are doing when I'm talking about what, you know, how to do that. So the first thing I want you to think about is you're just going to observe. So you're going to just check in, pay attention to what's going on. What do I observe right now? What do I observe in my space? What do I observe about myself? Right? And you're going to notice the things going on for you in your brain, in your body, and around you. So you're just observing. You're looking around. And it might not just be like looking around with your eyes. You might be kind of looking around with your other senses. What are you noticing? So you're going to observe and just notice. And when I say just notice, it is because we're going to take out the judgment that is likely going to come after you observe. So, you know, I'm sitting here doing nothing. Even that statement of I'm doing nothing is fairly judgmental. So you're going to do it more like a narrator. Sybil is sitting in her office chair, talking into her mic. She is feeling fairly composed, confident, not necessarily happy. She just is. And there's not going to be any judgment about what I should be doing, what I could be doing. We're just noticing what is. Like, I'm hungry right now. I have Jimmy John's coming. This is not like a promotion for Jimmy John's. They're just really close to my office and easy to order. So I'm noticing that I have the the feeling of hunger. And guess what? That hungry feeling and what I ordered to eat, for some people, that's going to bring up a lot of judgment. 
Did I order a salad? I did not. Am I getting chips with my order? Yes, I am, right? So I could have all of these judgments that I'm making about being hungry. But in fact, I am just hungry. It is a natural body function. So as you're just noticing, you're noticing as a fly on the wall. The fly does not know that I should be, you know, managing my calories and my weight, right? The fly doesn't know that. The fly sees that I'm getting some Jimmy John's and is probably like, ooh, I'm going to go land on her Jimmy John's and get some nasty germs on her Jimmy John's. So you're just going to notice. And in that, it's really hard to separate these. You're going to put the words on it like you are narrating. And so if you've listened to me talk before about how we are going to help our kids, how are we going to protect ourselves and help our kids at the same time, we narrate what's going on in the moment. We're not going to put judgment on what they're doing. So a child who is waiting at the front door for their other parent to come pick them up and they're late and they were excited about the visit and they're sitting there and you know, like, yep, they're going to ditch him again and I'm going to have to deal with the fallout and I hate them right now because my child's sad and like there's all this going on, but we might go over and say, it's hard sitting here waiting and you don't know if he's going to come. Put it out there. You're just noticing your child's sitting there with their shoulders slumped, their face sad. Every time a car drives by, they're like, <gasps> get excited, but then it's not their other parent. And so you're just going to narrate, right? Oh, buddy, you seem really angry. Your face, you're making this face, like your brow is furrowed or you know, you just threw the toy across the room. It's so frustrating. There's not the, you know, we shouldn't throw toys because I spend money on those toys, blah, 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 blah. Like, no, it is just narrating what you see. And I want you to start to try and do that for yourself. Think about why are we doing that for our kids? Because it's helpful. We're giving them language. They're going to be seen. There's nothing wrong with how they feel. Imagine if we could do that for ourselves. We are seeing ourselves. There is nothing wrong with the feelings we have, right? We are just noticing, seeing, and attuning to ourselves. That, in my mind, is what mindfulness is all about, is really just attuning to yourself as we do for our kids. And when you're in that space of attuning to yourself, noticing, you're able to put words on whatever's going on for you, then you are more likely to figure out, well, what do I need in this moment? What do I want in this moment? Because when we don't really observe and become mindful of where we're at, it's really hard to know. It's really hard to know, like, well, what do I need to do? What do I need for myself? I need me some Jimmy Johns to get here. They're not here yet because I'm hungry. But what do you need? in this moment. So in order to figure out what you need, you need to attune to, you know, what your mind is telling you, no judgment, what your body is feeling, no judgment, maybe the emotion attached, no judgment. So then you can figure out what you need. So I'm hoping again that this is really helpful for you. It's a little short, quick episode just to start getting you to a place where you can do the thing. Observe just notice with no judgment, and you're going to put some words on it. And I want you to try that several times in your day, especially if you're feeling that like flighty, anxious feeling, 
if you're feeling frozen, you're procrastinating something, I want you to really just observe the things, right? So say you're procrastinating. My guess is you're going to have so much judgment. You're going to be like, whoa, I really should be doing this court paperwork because I'm doing it to protect my kid. Does that mean if I'm not doing it, I'm procrastinating that I don't want to protect my kid or I'm not a good parent or whatever, you know, comes up for you? No, nope, doesn't mean any of that. What does it mean? I'm procrastinating. I feel frozen. What's behind the frozen? I'm sitting on the couch feeling frozen. I'm feeling scared. Okay. What could help me feel less scared versus, oh my gosh, you're such an idiot. You need to go do the thing. No, I might need something in order to do the thing. I clearly do need something to go do the thing because I'm not doing the thing. Do you need to be with somebody? Do you need more clarification? Do you need to take more time to process? Who knows if you're not in tune with yourself? So if you find yourself in these spaces, take a deep breath because that always helps you become more in tune with your insides. Notice your breath, right? Observe what's going on. You're just going to notice and you're going to put some words on there. You're going to narrate what's going on because you might notice, wow, I'm feeling so anxious and maybe you're in a place where there's a lot of noise, there's a lot of movement, and that makes you feel agitated. Well, maybe you need to take a step outside in that situation, right? So that's why we're talking about all this. I'm not going to keep going on and on, but this is one of the ways you can start to become mindful and become that metaphorical grounded. So I hope this was helpful, and I will catch you on the next episode of the Rising Beyond podcast. If you found hope and support through this podcast, there are a few things you can do to help us continue to provide meaningful and value-packed episodes. First, you can follow and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you're willing, while you're there, you can give us a rating and review, which will help other survivors find us so we can offer them this help as well. And if you have the means and desire to do so, you can click on the Buy Me A Coffee link and help provide a small financial contribution to the show. This allows us to spend more time and energy finding the best guests and providing the most value to you. And if you want to work with me and the Rising Beyond community, go to www.risingbeyondpc.com for details.